It's good to be back with you here at St. Cyril and to share the Holy Liturgy, especially as we're moving on. Um, November's around the corner. Things are moving, huh? <laughs> and so it's, uh, the weather is getting better. You can go out walking. It's good that, you know, there's a discipleship tone in the, in the scriptures. Jesus is teaching us how to live as disciples in a world where everything doesn't always go our way. In fact, a lot of times there's sort many barriers that need to be overcome. And how do we do that? Except in prayer and persistence and belief that we're not alone. We must strive after that which is judge, just and which is righteous. And there are times we must stand firm and always remember as the psalm that the Lord is your guardian. Prayer and never lose heart. It's a fascinating parable today that Jesus teaches us. We hear about a persistent widow and an unjust judge. And it caught the attention of the disciples, and maybe it caught your attention, because in a way what Jesus is doing is comparing God, the Heavenly Father, with that unjust judge. He's using that unjust judge as an image of God. So the disciples are listening. Because, you know, the way that Jesus tells parables is always to draw you in. And then he gets to the, to the main point. And all of a sudden, you see, oh. And so listening to the, to the parable, we hear about a w persistent woman. She's asking, vindicate me against my adversary. Do justice. And what an unusual judge. He doesn't care at all. He passes her off. And how can that be? You all know in the Old Testament that God has special predilection for three special groups, for widows, orphans, and for the stranger, the sojourner in the foreign land because they are deserving and need protection. They have, the, the widow has no husband, the orphan has no parent. The sojourner, the, the foreigner, has no network of support to rely on. And so these are people who are special in God's sight. And that's why this parable, everyone's listening all the more strongly. And eventually we hear about the judge relenting. It is sort of humorous how he relents because he knows that the, this widow means business. And number two, he doesn't want to get a black eye. So there's something more that intrigues the, the disciples listening to Jesus. And then the punchline comes when, when Jesus says, hey, if an unrighteous judge if a character like this will render righteous judgment, how much more does God your Father listen and hear 
and guard you. How much more the reason to pray and to trust and to persist, to be constant. Trust and faith that God hears, listens, and supports us. The first reading is an interesting reading in the book of Exodus. If you recall, when Israel was freed from slavery in the Exodus, they made it across and they were making a beeline for the promised land and they ran into the Amalekites who fought them. More so, the Israelites, if you remember, they sent spies ahead of them to spot out, is there, it, it, what is the land of honey, land of uh, milk and honey like? And they came back with stories of, of people who obviously they were, had not been enslaved, but these people were eating well. They were big. They said they were giants. We'll never triumph over them. So bang. What could have been a short journey to the land of promise becomes a long 40 years. It's a time of testing, a time of trial. And it's a time during which those first people, the slaves who had been freed from, from Pharaoh's grasp, begin to die off and a new generation comes aboard. And now we hear of a second encounter of Israel with the Amalekites. But they're led by Moses, who is even deeper in knowledge of what God desires. And we see that picture of Moses on the mountainside with her and, and Aaron. Joshua is down with the army. And so long as, as Moses' arms are lifted, in prayer, Israel survives, and he's assisted by the two others. Now, you know, there's an interesting um, reflection on that image by St. John Chrysostom and St. Cyril of Alexandria. And they say there's a sort of a type, a type of image, whereby Moses prefigures Jesus on the cross. Again, against mighty forces of opposition. In prayer, Israel can accomplish its goals and they march forward in triumph. And the image, St. Cyril reminds us, is the image of the triumph of Christ. In the death, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus, that our journey continues, that God is the one who ultimately controls and sees all. The psalm, my help comes from the Lord, who has made heaven and earth, we proclaim. Remember that the psalms were Jesus's prayer book. We just hear excerpts of the psalms. This is 121. It'd be nice on Sundays when you'd return home. If you'd pull out your Bible and remember what the psalm number was, you can always look it up on the website, and then read the whole psalm. 
Let the Psalms become part of your life because Jesus, Mary, the Blessed Mother, this is her prayer book. And you see the Psalms continually reflected not only in Jesus' words, but in his actions. And this psalm definitely reminds us that no matter what earthly trial you're going through, none of them are too big for God. Behold the Lord who saves us. We learn that we may not immediately hear the effects or see the effects or feel the effects of our prayer. But God is constantly in our lives. That's why we pray. We believe God can change things. And sometimes we get too rational and critical and all the rest. But we got to start seeing ourselves within that big envelope of the arms, the metaphorical arms that embrace us of the Father. Prayer turns fear into courage, weakness into strength, <laughs> sitting down on our backsides into action and service, mission, to be evangelical in our lives. Did you hear that in the second reading of Paul to Timothy? Timothy's going through some rough times. Paul's been there. And he's writing to this young fella. He's a young episcopos and elder, what we call bishop today. He's enduring trials. And he says, Timothy, now we know that Timothy was born a Jew because it says you have the scriptures. He's talking about the Old Testament. You know the story of God's persistent faithfulness to Israel through the thick and thin. And how the, the Israel's God is revealed in Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ, Israel's God is truly made king. He is the victor over evil, over death, over sin. There is true freedom. What you encounter in your journey right now, Timothy, okay, that's part of the trials. That's what all the rest of us endure. That's why we continue and we persist to, to, um, to work for justice. And justice takes many forms. It takes making sure your kids get to a good school. It says make sure that, that, that your neighbor who has trouble with uh, get, getting pharmaceuticals or, or a doctor's appointment can get to that place. We, to, to complete our homes. To make things decent, but also never to make them exclusive. It's always... It's good to be back with you here at St. Cyril and to share the Holy Liturgy, especially as we're moving on. Um, November's around the corner. Things are moving, huh? <laughs> and so it's, uh, the weather is getting better. You can go out walking. It's good that, you know, there's a discipleship tone in the, in the scriptures. Jesus is 
teaching us how to live as disciples in a world where everything doesn't always go our way. In fact, a lot of times there's so many barriers that need to be overcome. And how do we do that? Except in prayer and persistence and belief that we're not alone. We must strive after that which is judge, just and which is righteous. And there are times we must stand firm. And always remember as the psalm that the Lord is your guardian. Pray and never lose heart. It's a fascinating. You no, know, we're in a neighborhood that we have friends. We're in a parish. This isn't just a, you know, a, this is a community of faith. You're baptized into Christ Jesus and you're, you're part of a living, uh, part of the body of Christ. And your persistence takes so many forms. <clears throat> it means continuing to go in your, your uh, seeking out a job, persisting in the, going to places of employment, government offices when you do need the assistance and the help. Get to the principal. Take part in the PTA. Um, take part in neighborhood organizations to build up things, to meet one another, where we're all working together on local stuff. Everybody's getting so pulled into the nonsense on the national and the state level that we're forgetting who's down the street. How much more important is it to what we can do and build up and plant flowers here, do whatever? <laughs> There's so much, you know. And we have to concern, you know, we have to do so without worrying about what are people going to think. They're going to think I'm pushy. <laughs> They're going to think I'm nibby, as they say in the north. <laughs> you can figure that one out. That doesn't matter. If you're living for Christ, Jesus, you move in there in the face of uphill battles. You storm heaven with prayers and love, loving action. And you remain faithful. And you also remain humble. If someone says, hey, you're going a little bit kind of uh, overboard here. Oh, okay. I'll pull back. Well, let's keep going. <laughs> pull back a little bit on the throttle. But keep moving forward, right? You know, um, trials. Jesus said, will, will there be faith? What's that? When the Son of Man comes. Will he find faith on the earth? What do you say, St. Cyril of Alexandria? There's trials, right? It's a lot of stuff that kind of makes you think, oh, I'm, I'm getting tired of this. Uh-uh. <laughs> trials are, are part of the bargain. They test us. And remember, Lord the, the, the Lord's Prayer, lead us not to the test, but deliver us, Lord. Deliver us. Help us to continue to believe and to trust. Help us to be faithful as the day of our baptism. Help us to be alive as the day of our first communion with, with wonder and awe. Help us to be committed as the day of our confirmation to be soldiers of Christ used in the correct form. Help us to live out our vows of baptism, of holy orders, of matrimony. 
Help us to trust that when we're stumbling, when we fall, that your anointing will raise us up. Help us to always seek you, Lord, to ask that forgiveness that is needed, that we be strong women and men of faith and and people who are known for their persistence in faith and in prayer. Let's pray.